Kevin Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today's Monday. It's October the 4th of 2021. It's kind of weird because I felt uh, pretty good on my way to work this morning, right? Yeah. And then somehow, like, I sit down in here, and all of a sudden, I feel like, ooh, maybe a little bit too much sodium over the weekend. <laughs> oh, really? That's kind of what I'm feeling oh, like, yeah. You know sodium. I mean? All kinds of stuff. Salsa and <laughs> chili and, uh-huh. you know, maybe uh, maybe I need to try to uh, lose some water weight this morning. How can I do that? A sauna. Is that it? Maybe. I can make it make it a sauna in here. Yeah, let's not do that. Last okay. Monday, you dried out my sinuses for the entire week. Okay. So as we look at today, it's a big day for golf lovers. It's National Golf Lovers Day. And I will be celebrating. Bet you will. Uh, National Vodka Day, which is a good one. Mm. Uh, the Day of Bullying Prevention Day, which is always good to raise awareness mm-hmm. about the effects of bullying. And National Taco Day today as well. Mm. So if you want to have some tacos coming up on the show this morning, uh, Kelly has really been deemed a horrible, terrible house guest uh, because we invited her over again this weekend and she pooped the bed. What? Not, not literally. No, you can't say stuff like that because people come up and ask me that mess. Not literally. Ugh. It doesn't matter that you said that. They're still going to ask. All right. So also, uh, what else happened over the weekend? Oh, I got caught dancing. Yeah. And my dancing is sometimes (laughs) not really the best. I was busted doing that. Uh, Kelly has truly become her mother. We'll get into that this morning. Uh, How much time do couples really spend together? This might seem a little bit shocking as we go through this because you have, you know, so many hours out of the day with your spouse, but most of us don't spend any time with them. A woman who gives birth mid-flight, a giant diamond found in Arkansas, Monday morning motivation with Eric Birch, all of that coming up on the show this morning. I did stay up too late last night. Maybe that's why I feel like I'm a little extra bloated today. Were you watching Tom Brady? Yes. That game and the whole idea of Brady going home and Mm -hmm. Belichick and... All this stuff. I got hooked on the story early. I was watching uh, like one of the countdown shows, and I was so invested in yeah. that. And I thought that Mac Jones, who was the Alabama quarterback and a good friend of Butch Jones, I thought he was about to pull mm-hmm. off this major <laughs> upset. Yep. I couldn't turn it off. Mm-hmm. And then I looked over because I started the game a little bit late. I'm like, oh, wow, it's almost 1130. Yeah, I stopped, I think, somewhere in the third quarter where I stopped. How did you stop there? I, I had to. I was tired. The game wasn't over. I know. And it was close. Mm-hmm. Like those television ratings, that's going to be the highest rated thing of the entire week. But a big win at the end last night. Should I spoil it? You think it's fine to spoil it? I think that you'll be okay. Surely there's no one watching it right now waiting. It was a big win last night for Tom Brady uh, and the Bucks, Going home to Boston and beating the Patriots. But mm-hmm. it was a great game. So maybe that's why I'm a little bit tired this morning. All right. Can you go give me some more coffee? Sure. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1998 and Tim McGraw had the number one song in country music on this day. I'm gonna live where the green grass grows, watching my corn pop up in rows, every night be tucked in close to you. Raise our kids where the good Lord's best, point our rocking chairs towards the west, and plant our dreams where the peaceful river flows. It was 23 years ago today, Tim McGraw was on the top of the charts with this song. It's Where the Green Grass Grows from 1998. Well, I'm from 
a map dot, a stop sign on a black top. I caught the first bus I could hop from there. But all of this glitter is getting dark. There's concrete growing in the city park. I don't know who my neighbors are. And there's bars on the corners and bars on my home. Here we go. I'm gonna live where the green grass grows. Watch my corn pop up in rows. Every night be tucked in close to you. Raise our kids where the good Lord's best. Point our rocking chairs towards the west. Plant our dreams where the peaceful river flows. Where the green grass grows. 23 years ago, Tim McGraw, number one with this one. Let's do it one more time, y'all. I'm gonna live where the green grass grows. Watch my corn pop up in rows. Every night be tucked in close to you. Raise our kids where the good Lord's blessed. Point our rocking chairs towards the west. And plant our dreams where the peaceful river flows. Oh yeah. Whoa, where the green grass grows. Tim McGraw, where the green grass grows. Number one on this day in 1998. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, here it is, Monday morning, October the 4th. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha Gossip. Gotcha Gossip on Kelly Clarkson. But since you've been gone, I can't well, the time has come for Kelly's ex, Brandon Blackstock, to leave the keys in the garage door opener in the mailbox because their home, the ranch in Montana that they once resided in together, is now Kelly Clarkson. So a judge ruled that she gets to keep her $10.4 million ranch and other two other Montana properties, uh, basically because she's the one who paid for them. So Brandon has been living there since they split up back in June of 2020. He had requested for the ranch and two other Montana properties to be considered, quote, marital property. Right. But the request was denied. So if you didn't know, Brandon is going to be okay. He receives 200000 a month oh. from Kelly and spousal and wow. child support, even though she has primary custody of their two kids. That is crazy. So Kelly Clarkson's still going through and uh, basically sorting things out in the divorce with Brandon Blackstock, but she will be keeping her Montana ranch. Let's do the math here. Yeah, so she's paying him $2.4 million a year. Mm-hmm. That is insane. <laughs> a lot we did some uh numbers over the weekend on uh, you know like what people make mm-hmm. and like how much they make a week and i wanted to quit everything yeah. after i saw that I'm like oh well my job is a joke yeah i know but anyway that's crazy that she's paying him that much money every single month all right got your gossip today on scarlett johansson if you remember we told you last week that scarlett johansson had settled her disagreement with disney Uh, The disagreement came about when uh, Disney put out Black Widow, not only in theaters, but also on streaming services, because evidently Scarlett's contract said that she was going to share in revenue based on the theatrical release. 
the pandemic, fired up, all that stuff. <clears throat> so Scarlett sued Disney and was asking for $50 million in damages. And the rumor is, because nobody's heard this confirmed by the, the actual legal teams, but the rumor is, is Scarlett received $40 million bucks in payoff money from Disney. To let that whole thing go away. Now, evidently, from what they're saying, Scarlett and Disney are so happy, and most people would be extremely happy after having to pay off $40 million. (laughs) But the story is, is Scarlett and Disney are on good terms at this point. Gotcha gossip on Jennifer Garner. So Jennifer was trying to send a message to a friend, someone she worked with on the show Alias, and she accidentally sent a selfie to the wrong number. Oh, God. (laughs) So Jennifer shared a post on Instagram, posting a screenshot of a text exchange she had with someone she thought to be Carl Lumbly, who starred with her in the show Alias. So she sends a text first saying, Carl, this is Gen G. Here comes proof. But as you see the three little dots and you're waiting on someone, you know, your picture to go through. Right. She was already in the process of sending that selfie, and all of a sudden, she gets wrong number. No. She gets the text, wrong number. So she responds after she had sent the photo, laughing, saying, well, uh, it's me, Jennifer Garner. That is some random person. So on Instagram, she's sharing the exchange, and she says, you know the one time you take a selfie to prove to someone you're you (laughs) and get a wrong number message just as it's gone out to the world? Well, it's humbling, isn't it? So it's embarrassing. But you can check out the embarrassing exchange. Just search Jennifer Garner on Instagram. All right, got your gossip on Dancing with the Stars back on TV tonight. And a heads up, if you're a fan of Britney Spears tonight, is Britney Spears night on Dancing with the Stars. Every performer dances to a Britney Spears song. So I was going through the list of some of the different people performing, and I I thought I'd give you a sneak peek at some of the performances, including the Spice Girls' Mel C. She'll be dancing to this one. Christine Chu is going to be dancing to Britney's song, Stronger. So the song that Suni Lee has chosen is this one. WWE superstar The Miz and Whitney Carson are dancing to this one. Kenya Moore has chosen Womanizer. And then there's Jojo Siwa, who's doing this one. So it's Britney Spears night tonight on Dancing with the Stars, 7 o'clock tonight on ABC. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got your gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I was thinking back to, uh, I was trying to do the math. Like, when was I 23? Okay. Mm-hmm. So if Sam Hunt's song's all about, you'll always remember being 23, and to him, she'll always be 23, and she'll always think of him, all that stuff. Uh, 23, when you think about our age, right, plus 23, uh, let's do this, plus 23, is the year 2000. So let's go back and think about what was happening in the year 2000. I was uh, a student at A-State, a grad student at A-State, driving back and forth. When Arkansas? Uh 
So you do you still like envision those days and visualize those days so well? A hundred percent, because I can remember the music that was playing kind of on the radio back and forth yeah. when I was going back and forth to when there were certain songs that I'd, I would listen to. What would you think? 2000. Oh, my goodness. I, I don't even know. I can't think of it right now. So I'm trying to think about like what I was doing in 2000. And to me, 2000 was before I did radio. So I was still doing the whole wrestling deal, right? Yeah. And our company, which was Power Pro Wrestling, had a deal with the WWF at the time, which is now WWE. Uh, and we were doing, we were like the developmental company. So we were um, helping to train some of their talent. They would send them down if they were new to get experience on live television. And um, I was thinking about some of the things that happened that year. 2000 was the year that Jerry the King Lawler ran into the ring live on Memphis TV, threw a fireball at my face, and burned me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't remember 2000 like that for me. That was the year 2000. 2000 was also the year where Jim Cornette, this legendary wrestling manager, showed up. The lights went off in the Channel 5 studio, right? And when the lights come back on, Jim Cornette's walking into the ring. Now, the issue was Jim Cornette was going to hit me with his, uh, not his guitar, with his tennis racket. Oh, bam! Right across the head. So, and because this is TV and it's got to be, bam, laid in there, right? He was going to whack me. The problem is, Kelly, is he started to come into the ring uh, and the lights were off and they came back on. His foot got caught on like the middle rope or something. Uh -uh. And it was this little bit of a stagger step, right? (laughs) So he goes and he's still going to hit me with this tennis racket Uh as hard as he can. The problem was he did not hit me with the the racket part, like the center part. Uh -uh. He caught me with the edge of the racket. Whoop! Right in the head. And I remember going. <laughs> did you? Uh, did it break the skin? Uh, I can't remember if it broke the skin, but it probably cracked my brain. <laughs> and if you ever wonder why I am the way that I am, hmm. let's go back to the year two thousand twenty-three years ago. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So for those of us in relationships, it's kind of interesting. A new survey has found out that we don't spend very much time with our significant other. So what they decided to do was look at uh, the amount of time people, most couples, spend together in the house. Now, they took out um, the whole time you're asleep because a lot of people sleep in the same room. Yeah. Unless you're in my house. (laughs) What do you mean? Well... I can't tell you the last time my wife slept in my room. I think it's probably almost been a year. Oh, and it's because you snore so bad, right? No, it's because she ends up in bed with Kai. He wants his back rubbed. She falls asleep, and I'm by myself. Aww. Exactly. <laughs> All you ladies out there, feel sorry for me today, because I'm by myself, uh-huh. in my room by myself. So the survey's talking about uh, how these couples are together, how much time they spend together in the same room, not including sleep. And they say the average couple spends four hours a day in the same room. Hmm. And I was trying to do uh, the math, thinking if that would be correct for me. It's not. We really? spend Yeah, we spend much less than four hours in the same room. Wow, okay. I mean, even if we eat dinner, we don't all sit at the table. Like, we have different spots. Like, right. Kai sits at the bar area. I sit at uh, one table. Leslie sits at another table. I've actually seen that. Oh, you have? Uh-huh. <laughs> But it's not even a thing for us, though, right. because they know that smacking and stuff gets on my nerves. I don't uh-huh. want to hear people eat, so I might as well eat by myself. But so I'm thinking, like, the times, like, maybe me and my wife get a little bit of TV time, right? Yeah. And maybe it's The Office or Three's Company or it's football or it's wrestling or something like that. But let's say that's an hour out of the entire day. And the rest of the time, it's like we're, we're passing each other yeah. in rooms. 
But like how much time do you truly spend together in the same room? And a lot of the time it's about paying bills or about the kids or did you put gas in the car? Did you get the, the yard mo- motors? Yeah. Termite people coming to the, so like right. you've, got all, you've got all of this stuff going on. What did you just say? Yeah, you're nagging us. Take it back. No, that's what it, it's called. Reminding. No, it's, it's called reminding nagging. stuff you don't remember. No. Ever. Hey, you can do some of the same stuff there, boss. We're about to have an you're argument exactly like we're married. Exactly right. We're about to have an <laughs> argument like we're married. So I'm thinking about that. If the average couple spends four hours in the same room, we exceed that every single day, just the two of us. Gosh, we sure do. We spend more time in this room doing this show than most married couples spend together. That's crazy when you think about that. So anyway, maybe we can work on more time with our spouse in the same room. There you go. Or maybe you're happy with the current living arrangements. I don't know. Whatever works for y'all, man. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So you know how I told you I love Leslie's grandmother's pie? Like her pecan pie is the best. Mm -hmm. And I look forward to it every holiday. Like because I've never had a better pie than her pecan pie. Mm -hmm. So good. But I was watching a TV commercial. You know, we're getting to that time of year where it's fall and people are getting their pumpkins and all the different things they're doing. Halloween decorations. And it's a time where restaurants put out there, hey, it's pecan pie time, or it's Mm -hmm. a pecan pie uh, blizzard, or it's a shake, or whatever. They have all all these different things. Um, And this national television commercial pronounced it differently than I pronounce it. So it brings back this this debate in my mind, like, am I saying this right, or am I saying this the way I learned it from my family, and it's incorrect? Okay. So I want you to, I want you, I'm going to write it down, and I want you to say the word when you see it, okay? Boom, how do you say it? Pecan. Pecan. Same way I say it. I've said it forever. Pecan pie. Are we wrong? Well, I heard something. I can't remember over the weekend if it was, I think it was pecan. Pecan. Where you can come by and try the new pecan shake available only for a limited time. Oh, I don't know if I've heard it that. Pecan. Pecan. Or have you heard pecan? I think that's what I hear is pecans. I'd like to have a pecan pie. But that sounds wrong to me. Pecans. Pecans. No, pecans is not a good one. Okay. I don't think that is. I've never heard anybody say that. Pecans. Okay. No, nobody says I'm going to go get some pecans. I I was just trying a different. But like it was, I don't know. I don't know if I'm right or if I'm wrong, but I want to put it out there on social media and let people weigh in which way they say it. Now, I do realize we live in the South and we were probably raised by similar people. I was about to say, I wonder if we, you know, if like Northerners and Southerners could answer it, if it would be completely different. Depending on where you're raised. Maybe that goes up on social media too. Is it a Northern or a Southern thing? All right. Or are we right or are we wrong? Is it pecan? Is it pecan? Or is it pecan? (laughs) Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So I feel like this is everything or something that everybody should know. But if you post a photo online, you really need to make sure there's nothing in it that you don't want the world to see. Oh, yeah, I get that. A 38-year-old man in Missouri named James Kurtz was trying to sell a catalytic converter on Facebook Marketplace last week. And in the background of the photo, there was a giant bag of meth along with a syringe. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so a Facebook user tipped off the police and investigators raided James' place and seized meth and a thirty-eight caliber pistol. He had previous felony convictions, so he can't have guns. But by the way, James was asked about the photo, and he said he didn't realize the meth and the syringe made the shot. He was charged with drug trafficking and unlawful possession of a weapon. Wow. You have to be really careful not to post something online that you want to keep private. Exactly, yeah. But speaking of keeping things private... Why doesn't Cookie Monster have good internet privacy? 
Ooh, I have no idea. That guy always accepts the cookies. <laughs> Y'all, he hates that one, and he's looking down and putting his hand over I'm his done. face. <laughs> I am done already. Can I leave for the week? <laughs> and there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. People often joke. There's two things they joke with me about. Number one, I'm terrible about getting back with people. And I've just, I've, we've talked about this for years. I've tried and tried and tried. I try to do better, but, <clears throat> you know, sometimes things happen. Mm-hmm. You never get better. <clears throat> no, I haven't really gotten much better. I've Maybe a little bit. But then I was hearing last night at the end of the football game uh, where they were talking about Tom Brady being so good about instantly responding to people. And you know, even though he's this, you know, multimillionaire and all this uh-huh. stuff. And I'm going, man, if Tom Brady can get back to people within 10 seconds. That is true. And here I am. Uh-huh. So I did think about that as I was watching the end of the football game. <clears throat> but I've also been known as being kind of last minute. Mm-hmm. Number one, I'm not a planner. My wife always wants to plan things and have ideas of what we're going to do. And I just like to do stuff. <clears throat> what? I do. I don't uh-huh. want to plan a vacation. We'll just go somewhere. Uh-huh. I don't want to plan on going to the zoo. We'll just get up and go to the zoo. You know what I'm saying? Of course. It's more fun to be spontaneous and to plan. Uh-huh. Too much goes into planning. Too much thinking. But I've also been told, you know, hey, you're always running late. Always behind. Like, And I'll say to you guys, if I'm going to meet Kelly and David for something for work, and I'm like, let's be there at 3 o'clock, what will y'all say? We'll say, is it 3 o'clock real time or 3 o'clock Brandon time? Right. Or see you at 3.15. Or even 3.30. Something like that. So the other day, my wife and I, we were excited to watch uh, A-State football. So we invited Kelly over to watch our friend Butch Jones coach the team, right? A big road game. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't be there, so we were going uh, we to go and watch the game. We thought we'd watch it as a group because we support as a group and as families and stuff like that. And, uh, I went out and I bought a new Roku so we could watch it because my TV can't download the app I needed. I, I paid for the subscription to the streaming, all this different stuff. Can I go to the restroom? Bought food and I was making food. Y'all, I made food for this event and I timed it out to start. Kelly said, I'll be there at three for the start of the game. We told her, hey, you can get there earlier if you want to. I'll be there as soon as I can. So three o'clock comes and I'm looking over here and the game is starting and the food is done and there's no Kelly. Y'all, this this woman rolls into our house, our home where I prepared food. She rolled in one hour and 30 minutes late. It was around 4.30. Not only did she roll in late, no, she didn't tell us she was on her way. And number two, the front door just opens and in she walks. We have a giant German Shepherd. But he knows me now. He's, he's used to me coming over and seeing Kai. So all I have to do is open the door and go, Ace, Ace, Ace. And he's fine. And then scares everybody. But here's what happens when the door opens and he freaks out because he hears everything. Like he knows when a car turns down the street and he he starts. And here I am trying to enjoy the football game and in walks her and chaos is going on. And now I got to get up and welcome her and make (laughs) sure she can eat. You did not have to get up and you did not welcome me. You never even got up, Brandon. I did too. I had to make your food. No, no. We ate later. Did I make your bowl? Yes, but... Did you show up an hour and a half late? <laughs> yes, but it wasn't okay. like exactly. y'all were like, be over there exactly at 3 o'clock. I had stuff going on, and I was trying mm-hmm. to get some stuff done. I knew y'all were going to be there. I didn't know if I was going to eat with y'all. I didn't even know you were making chili. Right, so this moron brings over food. 
Well, she didn't know we were going to make food, so she brought over food just for her. She did not bring enough food for the rest of us. She is at our house an hour and a half late, and she shows up with just food for her. Because I was not going to come over because I know how you are. If you would have made, let's say you made steak or something, you'd have been like, I didn't make enough for you. And you would have freaked we out. We knew you were coming over. No you one were said, invited by my wife. No one said anything about dinner. Do you not eat when you're watching football? Well, Who throws a football gathering and doesn't have food? <laughs> Ain't nobody that does that. Nobody does that. Okay, well. So she brings just enough food for her and y'all. I don't think we should tell this part. Here's what she brought to eat for herself. <laughs> one box of macaroni and cheese. And then she asked me if she could put the macaroni and cheese in the pot or something like that. I'm not exactly sure. No. What? There, there, so there would be some macaroni in the pot. Yeah. That's what I thought you were trying to do. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we ended up not eating the macaroni. And the, the chili was good. Thank it was you. actually really good. Yeah. Yeah. Glad I was able to be there to help you out there, Kelly. <laughs> but if anybody ever accuses me of being a bad house guest or always being late, she was one hour and 30 minutes late for the football game. She got there... Basically at halftime. I was listening to it on the radio. Oh, so disappointing. What a bad friend. Brandon. <laughs> what? That is true. No. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Well, 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 time for birthdays for today. It's Monday, October the 4th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Joshua Holt, who celebrates a birthday today. Kimberly Beavers. Who works in the cafeteria at Cross County. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. I guess they listen every day, so shout out to them. We appreciate that. Uh, Harrison Setters is celebrating a birthday today. Vince Sherrill of Jonesboro. Mickey Randall from Jonesboro celebrates today. Brad Hampton, who's from Wynn. We have Brandy Bird of Paragould celebrating a birthday today as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say... Happy birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Dakota Johnson is 32. That's Anastasia Steele in the Fifty Shades of Grey movies. You said those are good? Oh, you were telling me that you and your wife really like watching those movies. Of course my wife won't watch those movies. (laughs) Of course she won't. (laughs) Happy birthday today to Rachel Lee Cook, who is 42. That was the geek-turned-prom queen in She's All That, and Addison Rae's mom in He's All That, the remake. You know what? I've actually seen that movie. Is that a random one? That's a good one. I've seen so few movies, Mm -hmm. but I've seen She's All That. The song was in there. It's Freddie Prince Jr. Happy birthday to Rachel Lee Cook, who's 42 today. Happy birthday to Heidi Newfield, who is 51. You might know her from this song. Pour me, pour me, pour me, pour me in a shot of whiskey. Some trick pony. Happy birthday to Heidi Newfield, who celebrates today. Uh, Leave Shribner is 54. He is Ray Donovan. <laughs> I don't know how to say his name. 
Shribner. <laughs> what is it? Schreiber. There's Schreiber. no N in there. Schreiber. Shribner. <laughs> okay. Move All right. On. Chris Lowe is 62. Um, he also was in the Pet Shop Boys. Sometimes I think Kelly doesn't read these until she gets on the air. It's more fun that way. <laughs> oh, yes. It sure is. I'm having a blast. All right, it's Pet Shop Boys, Chris Lowe, 62. Happy birthday today to Russell Simmons, who is 64 from Def Jam. Susan Sarandon is 75. Remember when you did um, Susan Sarandon on a Brandon? Yes, it was a whole on a something, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, she was in the Rocky Horror Picture Show, Thelma and Louise, mm-hmm. which I love that movie. Yeah. Another random movie I watched. Wow. If you really look back, I've watched a lot of girly movies. Hmm. That's all right. How many men? Eh, anyway. All right. And happy birthday today to Alicia Silverstone, oh, yeah. who is 45. You know her as Cher on Clueless. George Clooney's Batgirl also featured in all of the Aerosmith videos. Well, crying, amazing, and crazy. Yeah, so good stuff right there. I still picture her in all those videos. Uh And it was her and Steven Tyler's daughter, Liv, Mm -hmm. right? So she was in, Alicia Silverstone was in the video to this one. So she was also in this one. And what about this one? So, she's celebrating today. What's your biggest memory of her, Kelly? I remember a few years ago when she had uh, her son, there was a story that came out about her where she liked to regurgitate or (laughs) chew up her food, and then she would give it to her son. Yeah, So now, it used to be, when I thought of Alicia, I would think, as if, from Clueless, but now I think of her (laughs) feeding her son. From her own food. Oh, <laughs> that's bad. Yeah. It's Aerosmith and Amazing in honor of Alicia Silverstone today.
birthday goes out to my good friend, Alicia Silverstone, who turns 45 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, here it is, Monday morning, and y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the morning. We have country music news today on Casey Musgrave. So did Casey perform in her birthday suit on Saturday Night Live? Well, the answer is we don't know for sure. Oh, we know for sure. (laughs) She did. So if anything, Casey definitely wanted to make it look that way. Casey sat on a stool with her guitar on her lap for the first song, and all you see is skin and her cowboy boots. So the lighting was dim, although there was a spotlight at the very end. But even then, you couldn't really tell. But the first song she sang was from her new album, Star Crossed. The song is called Justified. Here's Casey Musgraves. If I want you and I call you, then I change my mind. If I need just a little more time to deal with the fact that I could have treated you right, that I'm more than just a little justified. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that there ain't anything behind that guitar. Well, here's the thing. I read where a couple of audience members were pretty sure that she was either unclothed or very close to it because they were blocking their view before her performance and then the staff wrapped her in large towels after she finished. But if you want to see Casey Musgrave's performance, Saturday Night Live has them posted. All right, country music news today on Thomas Rance. Everybody got a small town anthem. Everybody got a story to tell. So Thomas Rhett and his wife, Lauren, they're about to uh, welcome their fourth child, about six weeks away from having the baby. So they have uh, three girls already, Willa Gray, Ada James, and Lennon Love. So Thomas is talking about how they're trying to find a name that kind of fits and works with the family. And he says one of his favorite names is uh, the name Georgia. That's his first choice. He said that uh, he loves that name for a girl. They also are thinking about other things they could do, like names that have uh, something to do with flour or or flowers or other states. Not flour, like baking flour. Gotcha. But flowers, <laughs> states, uh, other places that they love as well. So what will the name be of Thomas Rhett's fourth child, his fourth baby girl? We're not really sure, but his top choice, his first choice is Georgia. We've got country music news today on Sam Hunt. So Sam dropped a new song called 23, and now it has an official video. So in the video, we get to watch three different characters who have all moved on from what they remember as the prime of their lives. But in this fantasy world, in the video, it's not really out of reach. So in the video, the characters can put on a virtual reality headset, and it will take them back to their greatest, most treasure moments, okay? Even if it's only for a few minutes. Again, the song's called 23. Here's Sam Hunt. No matter where I go, no matter what I do, I'll never be 23 with anyone but you. You can marry who you want, go back to Tennessee, but you'll never be 23 with anyone but me. We'll always have Foley Beach, we'll always have Delta Nights, we'll always be in between real love and real life. It's Sam Hunt. The song is 23, and the video is out now. All right, so country music news today on Morgan Wallen, who has shared a song he's working on. He's not really sure what he's going to do with the song, how it even fits into his library, but kind of has a little bit of a 
hip-hop vibe mm. to it. The track is a little bit hip-hop, so this is what Morgan Wallen posted to his Instagram over the weekend. So you can check out the song. It's up on Morgan Wallen's Instagram right now. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is October the 4th, and today in pop culture in 1957. It was a big day for the television network CBS. They premiered a very popular show for the time in 57. They premiered Leave It to Beaver. Leave It to Beaver. Starring Barbara Billingsley. Starring Barbara Billingsley, Hugh Beaumont, Tony Tony Dow, and Jerry Mathers. And Jerry Mathers (laughs) as the the beaver. My dad used to try to recreate that guy's voice, too. I'm pretty good at that. You really are. I was always a big fan of the beaver, so that was 1957. Today in pop culture in 1975, Pink Floyd put out the album Wish You Were Here. It hit number one, and it featured this song. Today in pop culture in 1980, Queen went to number one with this one. Another one bites the dust. And another one gone. And another one gone. Another one bites the dust. Hey, gonna get you too. Another one bites the dust. Hey. Today in pop culture in 1990, Beverly Hills 90210 premiered on Fox. I remember watching that on television and I got hooked. Like first episode, I was watching it. I was not allowed to watch it. Too provocative. <laughs> Today in pop culture, 1999, Tim McGraw released this song. You're more than a lover. There can never be another. Make me feel the way you do. Also in 1999, Faith Hill released this song. Today in pop culture in 2000, the Dixie Chicks were the big winners at the CMA Awards. They won Entertainer of the Year, Vocal Group of the Year, Video of the Year, and Album of the Year for the album Fly. Now, that album featured some of the Dixie Chicks, now known as the Chicks, some of their biggest hits. It's back in 2000. Also on the album... And this one was on the album Fly as well. Today 
Today in Pop Culture 2005, Little Big Town put out their second album. It was called The Road to Here, and it featured this song. Today in Pop Culture 2005, Nickelback released their album called All the Right Reasons. It featured this one. Now it's called Far Away. It featured Photograph. Look at this photograph. Every time I do it makes me laugh. How did our eyes get so red? And what the hell is on Joey said? And also on the album. Because we all just want to be big rock stars and live in hilltop houses driving 15 cars. The girls come easy and the drugs come cheap. We'll all stay skinny because we just want Today in pop culture in 2008, Darius Rucker hit number one for the first time in country with this one. But don't think I don't think about it. Don't think I don't have regrets. Don't, don't think I don't get to me. Between the work and the hurt and the whiskey, don't think I don't want about Today, Pop Culture 2011, Katy Perry released this one. The one that got away. And today, Pop Culture in 2013, Miley Cyrus put uh, put out her album called Bangers, which featured this song. I came in like a wrecking Kind of a heads up. I'm not sure if you guys have seen this. <laughs> Kelly recreated this a couple of years ago. It's up on her Instagram if you want to check it out. Kelly Perry on the radio. So today is October the 4th, and that is today in pop culture. Positive minds lead to positive lives. It's time for your morning motivation on Brandon Baxter in the morning. Joined this morning by Eric Birch, Birch & Co. Real Estate. And Eric says he has something today that he has never presented to us in this way. So uh, what do you have today? Yeah, I'll, I'll surprise you a little bit today. Something that you guys probably would never think would come out of my mouth anyway. All right. Okay. So, surprise us. Something interesting. So you guys know how goal-oriented we are, how focused, uh, you know, vision boards, um, quarterly checkups, weekly checkups, you know, just going through that process. But today I'm going to ask you to do something, potentially, if you're if you're in a rut, you're in a challenge. You haven't been able to, to get over that wall. If you're dreading this Monday, mm-hmm. uh, think about this. Let's try something new today, and let's lower your goals. What? Hang doesn't, on. Wait, that what? doesn't sound like something that Eric Birch would ever say <laughs> is to expect less. Right. So, But psychologically, you can truly beat yourself up. You know, over and over and over and over. So if you've got your goal, and maybe, hey, goal setting's an art. Uh, in fact, I'd say if, if I went back and looked through my journal and looked at some of the goals I set several years back, you know, I, I'd probably go back and look at those and go, oh, my word, you know, because so a lot of I didn't accomplish, you know, sure. I didn't overcome. I didn't make it happen. I mean, I fell flat on my face. I screwed it up. Um you know, but for for whatever reason, I was able to get up and keep going and, and, and figure it out and move on to the next one. Uh, but, you know, and, it, and it's taken me several years to sort of get to the point where, hey, I know this goal. And, and you know, y'all, you've all heard it, you know, a smart goal, specific, measurable, achievable. 
you know, realistic and having a timetable. Gotcha. Uh, so that's smart. The acronym uh, for those goals. But maybe you've you've maybe you've just set the bar way too high. You know, hmm. and and maybe you set your time frame, you know, way too short. Uh, Tony Robbins will tell you we all overestimate what we can do in a year, uh, but we well underestimate what we can do in a decade. Right. You know, so I, take look at your goal today, and if you're just man, I just can't, you know, I can't get there. I can't make the phone calls. I can't, you know, get in get it in the bank account. I can't wh- whatever challenges you're facing. Take a look at that, and I'm not saying give up mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form. I'm just get it to the point that it's realistic. That you can at the end of the day, instead of beating yourself up, because we all do that way, way too much. Yep. Uh, we need to celebrate, you know. And if you're not, if you're not having a celebration or two or three or four or five a week, then you know it, it's just going to be uh, you're, you're going to dread every single Monday. Right. So take a look at that again. I'm not saying give up. I'm saying re-strategize take a look at it lower uh change maybe the time frame just all the 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 points the the kpi the key point indicators that go along with that goal uh so that maybe hey i'm not going to hit five a day but i'm going to hit three and it's still going to allow me to reach my big goal six months down the road 12 months down the road 18 months down the road whatever it may be so again i'm just giving you a break this morning so enjoy the ride (laughs) always nice to hear that it's eric birch from birch and co real estate with your monday morning motivation brandon baxter in the morning all right, welcome to Monday Morning. Glad you guys are here with us. If you missed this earlier this morning, I detailed how Kelly is really and truthfully a horrible, horrible house guest. She showed up to my house for the football game on Saturday, mm-hmm. an hour and a half late. Me and my wife were sitting there. Leslie finally sent her a text that said, are you okay? <laughs> yeah. Because did. we were prepped for you to get there anytime from about one thirty on. 4.30, she opens the front door. Hey, Ace! <laughs> she brings in her dinner, which is a box of mac and cheese, uncooked. So she was going to come to my house and dirty dishes so she wouldn't have to do them at her house. So you wouldn't you wouldn't complain about having to order pizza and feeding me because it costs so much money. So I was going to bring right. my own dinner. Yeah, didn't bring dinner for us. Here's the deal. We've done family gatherings a, a little bit more lately. And each time I end up paying for whatever Kelly and Kurt are eating. She comes over, can't even bring a $5 pizza. She brings over a $2 box of mac and cheese. Not enough for my family. Here's the thing, though. We're struggling right now. Are you? Are you? We're struggling. Okay. Well, I did bring dessert. I actually made dessert. I actually made dessert. No, Kai made the dessert. I helped Kai make the dessert. Kelly channeled her mother and brought (laughs) over Gwen for the win cookies. I did. Is that what they're called? They're called Nani's Cake Box uh, Chocolate Chip Cookies. And I've been making them with Kyle. Kyle. Kyle's my brother. You've been mating with Kyle? (laughs) No. No. Okay. I've been making them with uh, my son, Kurt, for a long time. And she's always made those with him. So did you make these when you were a kid? Did she make them for you? No, but we did make cookies and stuff. Yeah. So I'd never had these. Basically, Kelly decides that she's going to make these cookies and she takes over my kitchen and starts going through my pantry looking for stuff because all she brought was the main stuff. She didn't bring the eggs or the milk or the oil, any of that. So uh, she and Kai are making the cookies and Leslie is nonstop paparazzi. Yeah. Like we've never had anybody in our house before. Uh She's taking pictures and videos of everything. Yes. 
So the cookies that Kelly made again, they're they're made. It's not like a cookie batter. They're made with like a cake batter. Mm-hmm. But the way you did them, they turned out really good. I actually had one yesterday, and it was delicious. They are good. They're just light and fluffy and tasty. Yep. So I do recommend their good cookies. The The weirdest part was uh, when Kelly took them out of the oven after the first three minutes, and she said, do you think these are done? She looked at me in the kitchen. Do you think these are done? I said, Kelly, I don't think they're still supposed to be liquid. No. I, I did say that. Yeah, but I do like them a little bit chewy you don't want them like burned right no but you don't want to have to eat your cookie with a straw either do you want me to uh post the video that your wife sent me um yesterday of me making the cookies but that's not the good part i don't know what she sent you well she sent me a video of me and kai making cookies but that's not the best part of the video the best part of the video is you're in the background you remember this part or do you not remember no, no, this part? No, I remember what I, I remember. There was a song playing that had me kind of amped up a little bit. There was a Nelly song playing. Uh, you played the Nelly album, uh huh. And uh, I think that you were dancing a little bit, and I happened to have that. No, uh, with she me. sent that to you. Correct. See, some things should be kept private. You were doing that in front of all of us, but it was her camera phone. She, her phone, her camera phone. <laughs> she doesn't have to send it. Sometimes you do things for the laugh in the moment. They don't have to be like on, oh. you know, documented forever. Well, Leslie and I like to think of others, so we like to document things no. for other people. Let me, see. Let me see what I look like. Well, I don't know if if I should show you. Like, you haven't see seen it? No, I haven't seen it. Okay, well, I want to see what I look. All like. All right, here it is, right there. All right. You're in the background. Oh, that, yeah, that is awful dancing I'm doing. Uh huh. And then you awful. do some front kicks. And or the something. dog is right there. Let me one. delete this video. No, do not delete it, Brandon. That's horrible lighting. She should have lit that better. We should have got the ring light while y'all are making cookies. We should we should post this. What? No, we're not going to post that. Why? Just because it's not appropriate. People not, would think it's no, fun to see you in your element. Inappropriate. Uh, I don't know if it's inappropriate. It's inappropriate. You're not allowed to share any more inappropriate <laughs> material, Kelly. Come on. You've already been flagged once for oh, that. That's not true. You're such an idiot. Follow her on the socials, y'all. <laughs> She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know the largest Japanese population outside of Japan is in Brazil? There are at least 1.5 million Japanese people in Brazil. Oh, wow. The first Japanese people moved there in the early 1900s for work and future generations have stayed. You think I should get a discount at Japanese restaurants because I'm a quarter Japanese? Maybe. Well, because sometimes if you you know they can be a little expensive, but maybe if I got a discount, right? My mother is half Japanese, uh-huh. born in Okinawa. Uh huh. I am a quarter Japanese, born in Irving, Texas. You know what? It doesn't hurt to ask. <laughs> do you think they do that? Pro- like, probably. I think you should ask. Say, hey, can I get a discount? I'm a quarter Japanese. Yes. All right, I'll do that. Say next that. Time. Yeah. Did you know scratching makes you itch worse because it causes your brain to release serotonin, which increases the sensations all over your body, including the sensation of the itch. Ooh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Also, serotonin does weather here. That's Sarah Tipton. Oh. All right. And did you know... California has a law on the books that says if a frog dies during a frog jumping contest, it cannot be eaten. Well, that's good to know. <laughs> that is good to know. I didn't <laughs> know that. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Every once in a while, we'll hear these stories about crazy childbirth. 
this story is pretty wild because there was a woman who was on a flight Mm-mm. and she was going from Istanbul to Chicago. Is there a song Istanbul? I'm sure there is. I'm afraid if I say it, I might be wrong and I'll offend somebody. So I'll, I'll skip. Okay. Uh, but anyway, so they're 30,000 feet in the air over the water, uh-huh. mid flight. The woman goes into labor two weeks early. They don't know what to do. You can't just say, let's land in the middle of the ocean and right. deliver the baby. So they had to get on the intercom system and ask if there was a doctor on board. So there was a guy on board who was a neurosurgeon. And he got up, and I guess he had had the experience in deli- the, the delivery room back in the day, but it's been a long time. He went up there and had to help deliver the baby at 30,000 feet. Would you, if they've got, if they got on the speaker and they said, we need help, we need a doctor, would you have raised your hand and said, yes. I'm a doctor? Dr. Baxter, ready for service. <laughs> Until you found out some woman was having a baby, and then you'd be like, oh, no, I forgot, I'm not a doctor. Yeah, you know, here's the deal. Uh-huh. Even when we had Kai, there was a point where they were like, where do you want to be? I'm like, up here by the shoulders. Mm-hmm. Do you want to cut the cord? Nope. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you probably wouldn't have been the best help. No, I don't know. I want to be there, you know. What if you were the passenger sitting next to her? Um, I would probably be looking out the window, I think. You wouldn't have been a good coach? What would I say? You'd help her breathe and stuff. It's going to be you fine. You can do it. Just get, hurry up. <gasps> it's going to be fine. Uh-huh. Why are you making a big deal about uh-huh. this? You got an epidural. Of course. Yeah, no, I don't think she had an epidural. Oh, no. I guess you can't get those no. mid-flight. So she just had to give birth naturally? Yes. Man, to any of you women who are able to do that, that is a different level of strong. Or even if you didn't want to do it, and for some reason it happened where you couldn't get it, and you you did do it. Oh, like it's happening too fast? Yes. I don't know how it's possible. I don't either, because I got lucky and everything worked in, you know, whatever, 18 years ago. But if it did not work, or if it was on a plane. mm. Yeah. Actually, uh, it's a wild story, a true story. Mid-flight from Istanbul to Chicago, the woman gives birth. It's true. Is there a doctor on board? And this poor guy got up there and said yes. <laughs> I bet he regrets that now. Brandon Baxter in the morning. There's a national story today about the crater of Diamond State Park, where a woman from California went out there and was like, hey, in the first hour, found a diamond that was 4.38 carats. <laughs> And it was like a yellow goldish looking one. It's really pretty. Wow. And it makes me think if I want to hit it rich, mm-hmm. maybe that's what I need to do. Go digging for diamonds? Maybe. Because you hear these stories every once in a while where then if you find it, you take it to some you know, jeweler and boom, all of a sudden you're loaded. You know what? I never wanted to take my kids there because I knew that we would be there for however many hours and they'd be digging in dirt or whatever and then they wouldn't find one. And you know, if you go and your kid doesn't find a diamond. Yeah. They're upset the rest of the way home. Yeah, that would be bad. Yeah. I think I'd be upset if I, I know. did that. You just dig and dig, hoping that your life is about to change with that diamond. What kind of shovel do they give you? Do you have any idea? I've never done this. I, I haven't either. Is it like a big shovel, like if you're going to do your lawn, or is it like a little tiny shovel, like it's a Play-Doh shovel? I don't know if it's that or like one of those little pickaxes where you just kind of, you know, kind of dig in the dirt. I don't know. We Maybe. should do that sometime. Because I've fun. never gone. It's mm-hmm. one of the state parks in Arkansas. But again, uh, 4.38 carat diamond found at the Crater of the Diamonds State Park. Brandon Baxter in the morning.
All right, Arkansas State football is back at home. Finally, it's been weeks since we've had the chance to go and see a game locally. And uh, This game isn't happening on Saturday. No, it's happening on Thursday night. It's the nationally televised ESPN college football game of the week, which is a huge deal for Arkansas State. Yeah, and we need people in the stands to be there. Yeah, so the deal is, is this is kind of like the window to Arkansas State that the entire world yeah. gets to peek through. So let's say you're somebody from California, you're from Oklahoma, you're from Pennsylvania, and you're looking for a Thursday night football game, and it's Arkansas mm-hmm. State. We get to represent our city, our region, our university, all inside Centennial Bank Stadium. Mm-hmm. And you know how you can watch a football game and you see the atmosphere and you're like, man, that looks like a fun place to go yeah. watch a game. We need to recreate that. This Mm -hmm. week at Arkansas State. Plus, as a matter of fact, not only is it just a a Thursday night game on ESPN, but also the highest ranked team to ever come and play at our stadium is coming here. Yeah. Coastal Carolina, who's been on a heck of a roll. People are paying attention to them all over the country. So it's a big game coming up on Thursday. You can get tickets for five bucks and you can sit on the east side of the stadium for five bucks. It's a great thing to do with your family. So. Thursday night, A-State football, Centennial Bank Stadium. You can get those tickets right now at astateredwolves.com slash tickets. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, you'll hear all about how Kelly is a horrible house guest. One of the worst ever. And now at this point in her life, she's channeling her mother. Okay. Uh, plus, my dancing was busted, called uh-huh. out, and uh, there's video proof, and mm-hmm. I hate it. Uh, we talk about that. We also talk about the big diamond found at the uh, crater of the Diamond State Park. We talk about a woman giving birth in mid-flight and what I would do if I were in that situation. <laughs> we have Monday morning motivation with Eric Birch. All of that on today's Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast, which you can find anywhere you get your podcasts. Kelly Perry. What's on TV tonight? Tonight on ESPN, Monday Night Football, the Los Angeles Chargers host the Las Vegas Raiders. Dancing with the the Stars. Of course, it's Britney Spears night, so we're going to hear a lot of Britney Spears music. The Voice, part five of the Blind Auditions. Tonight's schedule also includes Roswell, New Mexico, 911, The Big Leap, NCIS, Ordinary Joe, The Good Doctor, and NCIS Hawaii on late night tonight with Stephen Colbert, Toby Keith. All right. Hope you guys have a great day and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.